What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. American Giant makes the durable, comfortable spring closet staples you need for work, the gym, and even happy hour. Made in America. Designed to last a lifetime. Get 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with code STAPLE20. Matt Garland here, NMLS number 58700, better known as MG the Mortgage Guy. And my name is Kiana Watson, license number 317576, Roker Extraordinaire. How you guys doing? Queen of the South. Queen of the South. She is in the building. Look, guys, we need y'all to hit up Jordana, Jordana at RantsandGems.com if you want to advertise with Rants and Gems, so make sure y'all tap in with that. Kiana is a beautiful hump day Wednesday. How's Atlanta treating you today? Atlanta is treating me very well, you know? The real estate is real estating. The Bob is swinging. <laughs> the, the real estate is real estating? <laughs> and the Bob is swinging. I have no complaints. You know, I love ATO. We're one of the markets that are thriving and scheduled to thrive no matter what is happening out here in the entire world. So it's up and it's stuck, as I say, consistent. Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. <laughs> Wakanda forever. So, look, we got a lot going on. Um, first things first, let's talk about we got the Rants and Gems Masterclass on November 26th. It's a virtual masterclass. We're going to be teaching you guys everything from branding, marketing, podcasting, real estate finance, real estate investing. It's a four-hour class. Uh, so make sure you guys go to Rants and Gems Masterclass com to get your tickets today they are going quick um this is going to be a small intimate class as well so we don't want two thousand three thousand people because we want to be able to engage with you guys and make sure that everybody's there is learning so make sure you go to ransomgymsmasterclass.com to get your tickets today absolutely we look forward to teaching you guys all of our knowledge oh i knew he was picking up the book why you know what i got your i got i got a, i got your book too so i gotta have your book next to mine's yeah moving forward so that way i could pick up both of the books you got your bundle you got your bundle no i didn't get the bundle yet but i have another copy of, of okay the book. so the bundle will come i think this week you said all right uh, yes. we need y'all to pick up clear the clothes and house hackonomics also you can go to mgbookstore.com and you can go to, you got a um, website clear for your Clear to close the book.com. Make sure you pick up your reading materials if you want to excel in real estate. So um, what else we got going on? Any other housekeeping items we want to discuss? Before we, we got housekeeping on? items. They need to make sure they download the podcast. Go to the ransommasterclass.com yes. and be sure to sign up for this masterclass. You guys have always wanted to get more information. You're listening to our podcast every week. This is your opportunity to not only be educated by us, but ask us specific questions about your real estate business. So we're excited to teach this class. This will probably be like, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. So go to the website. The link will be below, ransomgemsmasterclass.com. Yeah, and let's be clear. This is for real estate professionals. This is for homeowners. This is for first-time homebuyers because we're going to kind of cover everything that you will want to know. Um, so make sure you guys tap in with that. So let's get to today's episode. Let's um, First of all, let's shout out our partners at Zillow. Shout out to Zillow and the whole team over there. Shout out to Ty, Christina, 
and the whole crew. So, guys, have you ever catch yourself browsing Zillow at 3 a.m.? Same for me. It's too easy. You know what else is easy? Finding and getting a new home on Zillow. So with Zillow, you can take a closer look at homes on the market with thousands of listings that have virtual tours, interactive floor plans. Compare your favorite home side by side to see which one has the features you want. Request a tour with a local agent to get on the ground. Insights about the neighbors, the neighborhoods you would like to learn. Um, about you can learn about financing options you can connect with a lender to apply for a pre-qualification which is very important they have a whole bunch of lenders on there that you can connect with um, so when you find the right home you'll be ready to make that offer so go to zillow.com to find your next place and make sure you guys are using all the resources not just the data um, that they have on zillow.com but they have mortgage calculators they have a bunch of tools um, that are available on Zillow.com for you to make an informative and educated decision about home ownership or investing. So shout out to our partners at Zillow um, for your support. We appreciate the love. Shout out to my brother, Ty. All right, let's get into today's episode. Let's talk about, so today's episode, we're talking about all these people are getting laid off right now. Oh, um, yes. Big tech is laying off everybody under the blue sun, um, which will impact commercial real estate Absolutely. right so Tooks, show the slides playboy here we go so we're going to show some slides um, we're going to put this on the screen Boom. and just, it's a mess exodus out here so i'm excited to have this conversation it was so much going on you know elon musk he he fired somebody on twitter with a tweet wait hold on he did yes i missed that tweet <laughs> what i mean Yo, how did he fire somebody on twitter with a tweet yeah. Yeah, with a tweet, one of his, one of his, someone that worked for the company, you know, gave him some constructive criticism on Twitter, and he responded and fired him right back on Twitter. Get that. Elon, he, Elon yeah. is, he is um, very, yeah. he, he is interesting, I'll say the least. He's about to shake up everything when it comes to how do you do takeovers and how he's actually just out here just firing people left and right. That's insane. So big tech is going crazy. Elon's leading the way. I think you said what Microsoft or Apple fire like ten thousand people. No, Amazon. Amazon. Amazon mm -hmm. firing ten thousand people. I mean, so the economy is going through it. A lot of companies are laying people off. I mean, you're gonna start seeing a lot of banks lay off people as well because production is down big time. Production um, is down. Meta just got rid of eleven thousand people. Um, you got Amazon, they got rid of 10,000 people. And basically what we're seeing here is a lot of people are, it's tech is taking over. And I think so many people overhired. Absolutely. During the, what was the time where everybody was flourishing, the pandemic just really inflated everything, even the number of people you needed to support your business. So when, you know, Meta fired those people, keep in mind, they just basically just went on the internet and said, my bad. We overhired and I wish you guys the best. And that is insane to me when it comes to being, um, you know, when you are working for a corporation and you're, you know, using that corporation to really fund your family. Yeah, no, that's, it's kind of sick that they said, my bad, basically, we mm -hmm. overhired. And what I, what I hate about when you see all these layoffs, and I understand it's business, right? It's all about the bottom line at the end of the day, but I think, these big corporations, even small businesses, forget that the employees are people too. These are people who have bills. These are people who have family. They have children. 
you know, things of that nature. And it just kind of sucks when you just see a mass exodus of people just getting fired like this left and right. And that's why that's why when people wish for like housing crashes and things of that nature, I'd be like, yo, do you really understand what you're asking for? You're asking for people to go through hell basically exactly just right. so you can save a book or maybe not or maybe not when you look at it elon musk with twitter they're looking to lay off 75 percent of their reports and i think that we have to be mindful like as much as you know there are some workers that are dedicated that come to work that are doing what they need to do we've always known that tech would start taking over people technology is going to start replacing people and you know do you see people that were quietly quitting? Do y'all did you do y'all remember that? Quietly quitting. It's called quiet quitting, right? This was happening all summer for big businesses and small businesses where people were saying we're creating boundaries and we're going to come to work and do just enough. Nothing more, nothing less. We're going to do just enough to the point where we were, you know, people were noticing the product productivity it's different when you work from home, right? Mm -hmm. That's why a lot of the business owners were asking for the their um, team leaders and their um, employees to come back into the workforce because I think we're so, all of us are such entrepreneurs. We wake up and I don't need anyone to tell me what I have to do because my name is, you know, on the business. But employees, unfortunately, that's why you have managers to manage employees. They will, people will do people shit. And they will ride your clock and sometimes not perform. So now all these people that were quiet quitting, now you're being fired out loud. Wow. Quiet quitting, fired out loud. And um, it's unfortunate for some of them, but some people, in my opinion, coming from a business owner standpoint, they deserve it. You took advantage of a position and you should have been working Instead of saying you wanted boundaries and you're only going to do just enough, corporations still have to thrive. Yeah, you know, on the Internet, I think really got people confused, right? Got people twisted because you mm -hmm. on the Internet, you have a lot of people fire your job, fire your job. And, you know, people, I understand that concept, but you got to respect the people who are feeding you, right? Correct. Um, and I'm a firm believer in that you can't just bite the hand that feeds you, go to work, be lackadaisical, and not really put in a full effort because you want to start your own, which is cool to start your own, but you still got to grind hard. And a lot of people, um, unfortunately, are in that category where they just don't work hard. They're lazy. And a lot of people, even with the work from home, folks, right? <laughs> Let's get oh. into these stats, right? Between yeah. 2019 and 2021, the number of people working from home has tripled from 5.7%, roughly 9 million people to 17.9%, 27.6 million people, according mm -hmm. to the new 2021 American Community Survey. One year estimates released total by the U.S. Census Bureau. That's crazy. Yeah. Tripled. 27.6 million people from home. I can guarantee you a lot of those 27.6 million people ain't working hard. They're not. And there's so much technology that you can put on their laptops, on their cell phones to monitor productivity. And I think I'm, I'm, I'm conflicting, conflicted in a space where I do understand that working from home is more convenient. It helps with childcare. It helps with commute. It helps with so many things. But if you're going to work from home and you're working for a company, I'm going to say this. 
this is not the time to quiet quit. This is not the time to do just enough because as we head into a recession, big corporations, mid-sized companies and small businesses, they're looking to trim the fat. And when you're looking to decide how we can lower our overhead expenses, salaries are on the top of the list. And people can be replaced by technology nowadays. And let's not talk about outsourcing. So when you really think about outsourcing, you know, I can even speak from personal experience. There are people that will do the jobs that Americans demand $25 an hour for $6 an hour and $3 an hour. And they don't complain and they only want six days off a year. No, that's a fact. Look, I, me personally, I love my, my entire mortgage team works from home. See? Right? I love the fact that they work from home because they are very um, productive while working from home, but they're tapped into, you know, our business. Um, so for me, I'm a fan of working from home, but I think this will definitely hurt commercial real estate retail, like office spaces absolutely, um, in the commercial market. Because if you see, because like you said, there are ways to track um, productivity when you work yes. from home and people are more productive because they don't have to commute. They don't have to do this. They'll work longer hours too because if they're just home doing nothing they're going to get work done correct right so i think we're going to start seeing more and more employers um go for the work um at home you know 27 million people working from home right now i think that number will probably go up to like 40 50 million in the next couple of years Absolutely. but what 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 do you think that's going to do to that office space right um and commercial real estate in that space because then you're going to have a lot of vacancies and what's going to happen to those buildings? Are they going to go through foreclosures? Are they going to go through, you know, issues because there's not going to be enough businesses to support or rent them out? I can Tooks, say. Let's go to the next slide, Tooks. Yeah. So let's go about the office space market. You want to take this one? Sure. So when you're talking about the office space market in Q3 of 2022, about 1.34 million more square foot of office space was vacant and placed on the market than were leased. So people, although more people returned to their offices, after four quarters with positive net absorption, demand for office space has dropped as net absorption turned negative again. Mm. So as a result, the market nets demand for office spaces have decreased relative to supply and vacancy has rose 12.4% um, in Q3 from 12.3% in the previous quarter. And what this says to us is more people are getting used to hybrid office spaces and beyond the hybrid office space, just tell just actually not even working from an office at all, it's becoming the new normal. And as this becomes the new normal, what we're going to see is a lot of vacancies in office spaces and commercial real estate and commercial real estate is going to have to adjust or pivot their plans for these spaces. Um, there was a couple of articles out and there were some commercial spaces, I want to say in California, where they were looking at how they can convert them from office spaces to apartments. Mm. From changing, so changing office spaces, commercial office spaces to rentable apartment living um, one that would help with the demand of housing, because we already are in a housing crisis, whether it's purchasing or renting. But two, they have to do something with these vacant buildings. They just can't sit there. 
Yeah, I think, you know what, we have 7 million, we have a need for like 7 million housing units somewhere around there um, mm -hmm. to kind of balance out the housing market. So I think that's definitely going to be a viable plan coming up in the future where we're going to start seeing more of these buildings get converted into condos. Yes. And, and, and or loft spaces and things of that nature. Um, because, look, landlords are going to going to make money regardless. Absolutely. And they're not going to sit here and lose money just because businesses are going to choose not to go brick and mortar. Right. So I think if you're in this space, you got to be flexible to kind of pivot. And I think that's a viable way to pivot is to turn them into condos. And I'll tell you, like the most recent article that I read, remote work has wiped out four hundred and fifty three billion off of office real estate, office space real estate. So wow. they're looking at commercial real estate as being in a, like an apocalypse right now. Apocalypse? So Damn. They call it an apocalypse. <laughs> the commercial apocalypse is happening right now. And yeah. apparently they're saying the worst is yet to come. And what, we're, what we need to do is, and this is another part from the National Bureau of Economic Research, is a nonprofit, non-government organization came up with this figure and it's focusing on work in New York City, and the data came from 105 different markets. Wow. So what can we do to change this? There's nothing you can do. Once you get people used to one thing, and even looking at the operating expenses as a business owner, if I can still operate my business the same without having the overhead of a huge office, hybrid offices and, and, and we work spaces, even though we work is, is suffering, serendipity, um, industrious, all these companies that offer these shared workspaces are actually going to thrive because you just need a place, a small place maybe for the address and to get your mail, but not necessarily run your business. Yeah. Look, I'm in the Regis. See? Like right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like literally in the Regis space. And I've had this Regis space three years or something like that. I don't even remember how long I've had this space. Yeah, about three years now I had this space. And See? this went from my, my own private office to now my studio. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I think you're right. It's either you're going to work from home or you're going to rent something small where you can come in here and work, especially if you're a small business owner. Right. Right. But I think the big employers are definitely going to just say work from home. They're going to say work from home, you know, keep in mind 17.5%. That was a 17.5% decrease in lease revenue between January 2020 and May 2022. What that tells me is there are fewer offices being occupied and there is no way that we're going to get back to where we were before, because at the end of the day, we don't have to. And business owners are not in a position to lose money. Business is already tough. It's already down. We're already dealing with um, quiet quitting. We're dealing with inflation. Um, I was in an industrious space, right? I loved my share workspace. They doubled my rent. I had to move. That's why I moved. But if I they and, and they doubled my rent because for the same space, no, no more space. <laughs> the same exact space I was paying for for almost two years. And what that tells me is. Even still, they in, they're doubling the rent because they want more for less because still there is a lot of people that are not occupying the space. They're not completely 100% leased. No, 100%. Same thing happened with me here at the Regis. See? You know, I had 
I had three offices here, right? And they want, and I, and one of, and that got them on COVID specials too. I did too. That's what I was <laughs> right. Oh, let me tell so you. So I, so I expanded the studio and operations, uh -huh. and then these fools came back this year, like, oh, we're going to market on you, and it was like almost triple the price. I'm like, wait a minute, you want to charge me two thousand dollars for a hundred square feet? Like, where's your cops coming from? Yes. Like, what's going on here? It's happening at? <laughs> no, it's 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 crazy, right? So I think even when it comes to like the shared office space model, those companies they gotta chill out too because they're putting themselves in danger for people not to rent these things out. Because if you start really looking at it, like right now, my room right now is a hundred square feet, hundred and five mm -hmm. square feet. Decent size is good for a studio or a private office or whatever the case may be. But if I got to pay two thousand dollars for this, if I'm a small business person who can't afford that, I'm just going to go work from home. And you'll still get the same thing accomplished. Exactly. I tell people all the time, and I think that when we're looking at the commercial real estate space, there's opportunity, but there's also a loss. I think the opportunity is in repurposing these office spaces and seeing what, what can happen from an investor standpoint. But beyond that, we have to get used to our new normal. The new normal is the virtual learning, virtual experiences. You know, these are things that we already saw coming. I just think that as a whole, we are, we did not see, we always thought these office spaces would be detrimental to the productivity of a, of a worker and it's not um that's already been proven across the board people are more productive at home hybrid office spaces work create some type of environment to meet once a month but to pay overhead for a space and people are thinking about now i gotta drive an hour i gotta pay for gas i gotta be late picking up my child from child care because i'm in traffic you avoid all of those things by simply working from home telecommuting so Thanks. I'm definitely I'm 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 interested to see how they're going to convert these buildings and what they're going to do with them. Yeah, 453 billion off of values in real estate in the commercial real estate space because of really let's blame the pandemic. It's absolutely the pandemic. <laughs> let's blame the pandemic. Do you believe in the 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 conspiracy theory though? There was a huge conspiracy theory that was going out around the pandemic that the government basically forced the pandemic because they wanted us to start being virtual. Like they want us in this virtual world. Do you, but do you subscribe to that at all? No, I, I don't subscribe to that shit at all because <laughs> like, no, that's stupid. <laughs> like, I mean, it's just like, I don't like, why would the government want us to fail? Because then that means that they're going to have to bail us all out and yeah. then get themselves into more debt with other countries and things of that nature. So for me, it doesn't make any sense of the government did this on purpose. Now, do I think they had a alternative motive when it comes to the vax? Yes. Because yeah. the way they was pushing out that vax was just like, wait a minute, it gave you cause to pause. Like you guys pushing something out, you don't even know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. And then now look at COVID. Now you can get COVID. It's like the flu now. And actually, the flu seems worse to me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because that new flu that's going around is different right now. Very different. <laughs> that thing is the old flu. That thing is the new flu. But, <laughs> you know, I don't, I, don't, I don't subscribe to the conspiracy theories that go on the internet. I just let those people just do what they do, and I just keep moving. 
but mm-hmm. um, big tech and real estate. Let's talk about this because we, we, we touched on it a little bit earlier, but big tech firms are looking to sublet a crushing 30 million square feet across the country. Damn, up from 9.5 million square feet in the fourth quarter of 2019, according to CBRE. Wow, the ballooning figure is roughly 14% of sublease spaces available for the overall market, which CoStar casts at a record 212 212 million square feet of real estate. That's crazy. Yeah. They're looking to sublease 30 million square feet across the country. The holidays always find a way to bring family together. Whether it's watching the game, baking cookies, holiday shopping, wrapping presents, or gathering around to listen to our favorite holiday music. It's all made more magical with an ice cold Coke. Coca-Cola pairs perfectly with every holiday get together. The office holiday party, your first time having dinner with the in-laws, or that small reunion because everyone's back in town for the holidays. Nothing says welcome home like Coca-Cola. Enjoy the real magic of the season by surrounding yourself with good friends and family, delicious food, and of course, an ice cold Coke. Just big tech firms alone. They over who's going to sublease these things? They overinvested. I think they over. You know, it's one thing, and 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 they need to they need to really consider their CFO, <laughs> and they really need to rethink their entire business plan because when you look at it from a big perspective. None of us should have counted those numbers during the pandemic as real numbers. Every business that I know right now is suffering, even if it's suffering just slightly or having to adjust the ways of doing things. So these big tech companies bought these huge office spaces and wanted to turn them into um, like hotel almost quality um, places. Did you see that video on Twitter when Elon took over the Twitter headquarters and someone took a video and he was showing them they were having Wagyu steak for lunch. Yeah. I mean, they got these sleeping rooms. Meditation like, rooms. Meditation rooms. Like what? So I, I watched an entire day in the life of a Twitter client agent person. I did not watch one moment of work. I saw them eat well. I saw them meditate. <laughs> I watched them go into a quiet room and she opened her laptop for 10 minutes and closed it back and said, now we're going to an outing. I said, oh, I'm going to <laughs> I want to work for Twitter too. <laughs> well, that's probably why he's fired most of those people because it's like, what the hell were they doing over here? I think they really, you know, they wanted to create this creative environment. And when you think about it, you want to create a creative environment where everyone can thrive and flourish and they come in. And so, but the the difference between creative and productivity is I I don't, I don't believe that you need to make a, take a two hour nap in the middle of the day. Not on my watch. Not if you work for me, I'm going to tell you now it's not happening. Go to bed when you get off at six. So that's another thing. I think that they were trying to balance creativity with productivity, thinking let's just change the old, change it over. And now you have a bunch of people that feel entitled to do just enough, but still receive the salaries that they feel like they deserve, which are high salaries for doing minimal work. Man. So these big tech firms literally, they just overshot their shot. And I don't think they're going to be successful in subleasing these spaces. No, I, I don't think they're going to. I mean, 30 million square feet across the country. And then they're talking about 14% of sublease space available mm-hmm. on the overall market, which is 212 million square feet. I mean, really think about that number. 212 million square feet of office space that these companies, not just big tech, 
but just companies in general yeah. now seemingly just can't afford to pay for these offices that they rented out. They can't. And they don't want to, they don't want to, you know, and increase the overhead. We have to, as a business owner, you have to project it, right? If you can use all of this technology, you can give them a company laptop, track their productivity, a company cell phone, make them turn their webcams on. There's so much you can make people do to monitor and make sure that they're being productive. And when you look at the numbers, they're saying that the estimates are 37% of current office spaces in the United States will likely be abandoned as workers switch to remote work. Mm. So what does that mean for these big tech companies? They're about to take some huge losses. So we're not surprised that we see Meta letting go of 11,000 people, Twitter getting rid of 75% of their workforce, Amazon getting rid of over 11,000 people. Why are they doing this? They cannot afford to keep the workforce and the facilities. And they're yeah. all different models, all different business models. Yeah, because, and this is why they try to sublease, right? Because they don't want to break the lease so that way they pay. Exactly. Right. But what's going to happen is you're going to start seeing some of these companies are going to just break the lease and pay their penalties and, and things like that. And that's why you're going to have to just lay off people because they're just going to take that capital that they were going to have with people and just probably just get out of these leases right now to kind of get nimble because I don't really foresee, you know, 212 million square feet of real estate in commercial in the office building space being able to be sublet like oh, anytime soon. Like especially with the migration to working from home. Like it's almost impossible. Mm -hmm. So I think office space real estate is on the clock and could yes. be an opportunity for investors who can play in that ballpark, right? Because now you're yes. talking big money. This is not, these buildings are probably not going to be a million dollars. You're probably talking about 15, $20 million, oh, yes. depending on where, where it's located, but it could be a huge development opportunity for investors coming up who are looking to be in prime locations and things of that nature and build out these um, condo projects, kind of making it like, I think we're going to start seeing more cities mimic Manhattan. Yes. You know, so we're, and you guys were already doing that where they started to take commercial buildings and convert them into residential condos. Absolutely. And there's because one thing about it is there may be a shortage of people that will commute to an office space, but there are not, there is not a shortage of people that need a place to live. And if you are going to, in order to do this to meet that demand, I, I can foresee a lot of those spaces will be converted into residential living spaces. And there's also opportunity for warehousing as well. You know, taking urban offices and turning them into warehouses for e-commerce companies. Because what we're also noticing is an increase in people having e-commerce, but they cannot afford the entire warehouse, right? When I was shopping for warehouses with um, with one of my clients, shout out to Milan. Shout we came out to across, Milan. Yeah, shout out to happy Milan. Happy 10 year anniversary, Milan. Happy, yes, happy 10 year anniversary to her. We came across an incredible um, building where what they did is they had one huge warehouse and they were subdividing it and selling pieces so you could rent one space and turn it into your own individual warehouse. They will build up the walls and have it ready for you within 72 hours of you doing the lease. So now you have the huge delivery trucks already come into one warehouse. You have 30 businesses 
that are actually using individual spaces. That is what I can foresee with some of these buildings as well, especially the urban offices. Mm. Look, commercial real estate is on the clock. Office space real estate is on the clock. Work from home is changing the game. I don't think it's ever going to be the same again. Mm -mm. I don't care what anybody says. Nobody wants to go to the office. Um, (laughs) Nobody wants to go to the office. There's no incentive for me to go to your office. Um, And a lot of these companies are just going to have to adjust. And we're all in an adjustment period, for that matter. Like the Mm -hmm. pandemic, kind of, this is a new world order now. This is a new new world that we're living in. So everybody has to adjust accordingly. And me personally, I like this working from home. Like it saves so much money. You know, know, I don't have to worry about people being late or calling out. No, just jump on a Zoom, and I, and even with me, I end up getting an office space um, to have an office space. But the way that my office space is set up is still a hybrid office. Like I'm not hiring someone to sit at the front desk. It's appointment only. If you come to the office, you're coming to meet your own clients. Like a lot of the things that we that worked back then, we don't necessarily need now to thrive, and that happens a lot when things change. Mm-hmm. You know, and we're we're in a changing market. So, as a, if you are a business owner and you have a commercial space, really think about how you could um, get rid of that largest piece of your operating expenses, which is your overhead, and um, consider going hybrid. Consider what you can do to reduce it because commercial is definitely shifting. Commercial is definitely shifting. So, all right, I think what we need to do is start having more more dialogue behind commercial real estate Um, because we talk a lot of residential here on Ransom Gems, Mm -hmm. but we definitely need to have more conversations about uh, commercial real estate, not just from a multifamily perspective, because there's so many different um, things out there, you know, storage spaces, you have retail, you have mixed use, you have Mm -hmm. these big um, office buildings. So we definitely need to have, more dialogue behind this because our audience is just not first time home buyers. Our audience are real estate, real pros, real investors. Absolutely. So we need, we need to, so guys, if you know any hardcore, you know, bona fide real estate investors, bonafide. like, like not no people out here capping, right? <laughs> we put it in the comments, right? Tag them to this. Let's put them in the comments. So that way we can see what they're doing, verify what they're doing and get them on the show because we want to be able to bring you guys all the information possible. Even hotels, right? We had Devon on. Um, maybe we need to circle back with her and talk about some hotel oh, buying in, in this type of market right now. Um, yeah, Jordana, let's 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 look into that. But you know, I think commercial real estate is definitely a play, and we have to, as a people, as black and brown people, I think it's important that mm-hmm. we graduate. Like, Ooh, like for me, like I look at residential as like undergrad and commercial is more like grad school. So like even for me and what I do on my own personal investing, I need to start doing more commercial real estate investing because that's really where the money resides if you buy right and you buy the right type of properties. So we definitely need to have more dialogue behind this. Absolutely. Commercial real estate, it depend, and, and, you know, getting you a commercial building, depending on the city, the use, how you're going to use it, it's definitely a great, great way to generate wealth, whether it's going to be multifamily, 
whether you're getting an office building, mixed use, you know, industrial, there are so many different avenues in uh, commercial real estate that can be taken that I truly agree that we should tap in more. We have to start speaking to our audience about that. Absolutely. So let me ask you this, right? Let's talk about, because you, you're doing warehouses, you're doing leases. Let's talk about the commercial real estate lease, because we have a lot of entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. right? And we're on the EYL network, which is based, you know, entrepreneurs. Right. So let's talk about the process real quick of how to properly, like, execute a lease agreement Oh sure. Um, for commercial real estate, because what if somebody wants to put their, they want to go rent out building like what's the steps what's the process so your first step is you need to make sure that you have your back end together so we're going to they're going to require that they have a copy of your PL statements so go ahead and have that ready um proof of your business so you want to have your um, incorporation articles of incorporation on file your ein number have that prepared And typically they're going to ask for one month's rent, but it could be two months rent as a deposit and they want to see reserves. So choose the business bank account. No, not your personal account, not every account that you own, whatever business you're going to put the lease in that you're going to operate from. They want to see how much, how much you have in reserves. I normally say if you need to show them, you have at least six months of reserves to pay the rent inside your bank account. So that'll be step one. That's that's going to be your first step. Step two is when you're going to commercial spaces, they don't just tell you this space is going to cost you $2,500 a month. No, it's this space is $24 per square foot. This is 22,000 square foot. So then you calculate that. So you want, you need to get with an agent that understands commercial real estate. And from there, um, like I have access to CoStar, LoopNet, CityFeed. So I pay for this software, but it helps me to run numbers. So when you want to run your numbers, you want someone to help you project. Um, Typically, they're going to give you your rent amount, but then they're also going to tell you what the increase per year would be for the maximum number of years you want the lease. So you're not going to get a one year lease on on a commercial space. It's going to be three years, five years, 10 years, 20 years. So you're looking at a space, you have to project your growth how long it's going to take you to be there. And that will be your second part of preparation is really looking at how your growth and your, and your business plan. There are a lot of places that require you as a business owner before you are even able to, you can have all the money sitting in the bank. They want to see your business plan and make sure that you're able to carry this rent for the three year or five year period that you sign up for. Right? So after that, let's just say you found the space. You have all your documentation in order. Um, What you're going to do is you're going to have your agent print an LOI, which is a letter of intent. Your letter of intent is going to break down basically what you choose to pay per square foot, what the um, rate increases can be per year as you move in. So it's going to be your base rent. You may have to pay CAM. Um, and CAM, that's going to be your like insurance, the commercial insurance, general um, workspace um, if there's like a general area that you have to be a part of, you have to cover if you're in a building. So you're going to determine, you have to ask them what that will be. And you can always, always, for the most part, always negotiate free rent. Um, most of them know that it's going to take you time to get prepared to once you move into the building. So we're talking maybe six months. Um, I would push for six months, no matter what. 
tell your agent to get you six months pre-rent and then also get you some build out money, which is called TI. So what is build out money? You can get a space like my space, even for me, for example, it was mostly ready, but I still negotiated money in TI because we're, we're building out a new office. We're changing the carpet. So you want to make sure that they can help contribute to that build out. But then you as a consumer need to have enough money to contribute to your own build out because the furniture, <laughs> oh my God. The furniture is crazy. The listen, my build out is stupid. The furniture, the the televisions, this the lay, whatever your layout is going to be, you have to calculate that into your cost. And then I always be do your projections. Like, so if you're gonna spend a hundred thousand on getting the space, your deposit, your build out, at what point is your business going to recoup that one hundred thousand based on the long term of your lease? So I do. A, I have a budgeting mechanism that I use in the back end to help my commercial clients so we can make informed decisions about where they're investing. So leasing a commercial space, if you're going to do you just need these things first, P&L statements, articles of incorporation. They will want to see your bank statement. So choose the bank account that you're going to have your EIN numbers in a business plan your business plan with your projections of how you're going to work this business. And from there, you just get you someone to really negotiate on your behalf on the price per square foot, but also understanding the projections of your company. A lot of information you just gave in a short period of time. Um, we should definitely do a class. Maybe we include this in the master class that we're doing okay. um, on, on 1126, where we talk about in more detail about how to like, lease out a commercial building and oh, yeah. also how to get financing if you want to buy a and, and it's, it's such well. a different world you know and keep in mind commercial does they don't have fair housing laws they don't have fair housing rules so you definitely want to approach them the right way the first time with all your paperwork in order because there's no requirement for them to respond there's no there, there's a lot more to commercial but we all just as you build and grow your businesses, we, I would love to discuss about, you know, more with our audience about commercial real estate, leasing spaces, buying spaces, calculating what that build out would look like. So they can also be empowered to get their own spaces, especially when it comes to content creation. Look at what you're doing with your space. And it looks amazing, by the way. Well, thank you. I can't take all the credit. I can't take none of the credit, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, hold on. Toots Cam. Let's go to Toots Cam. Tooks gonna cut you out. Go, go, go to Tooks Cam real quick. Come on, Tooks. You got to be on point. Tooks Cam. Tooks Cam. Tooks Where's the Tooks Cam, Tooks? He said not today. What? It's on. There we go. There you go. I can't take the credit. It's Tooks. Tooks has done this. <laughs> Tooks, say hello to Rancy Gems. <laughs> Shout out to you. It looks amazing. Shout out to Tooks. So I can't take none of the credit. But you're right. You got to get creative in the spaces. Um, and we definitely turned this from what used to be uh, my private office a couple years ago to now it's content and it makes us money and it's basically it pays for itself absolutely right um and i think i think it's important that we start teaching um in more detail about the, the graduate school stuff which is commercial real estate from a leasing perspective and also from an ownership perspective because mm -hmm. our audience once they and a lot of people always come to me and say all right I've, i brought my house what's next what do I do next, right? And mm -hmm. it's not just about, hey, 4321 or house hacking, although that's all great, but there's a whole other world that we haven't even really touched yet. 
So again, Absolutely. guys, if you got some bona fide commercial real estate people that you're following and you want to get them on the show, put them in the comments or email Jordana at rantandgems.com. It would be we would love to get them on the show. Yes. Commercial real estate is such an interesting field. And I think that. And it's a those, lot. It's a it's, lot to it. So many layers. And those that are ready for those high level investments, it is time for us to tap into a commercial. So let's do that for our people. Yeah, hundred percent. So this was this was a, a good episode. We're gonna keep this one short and brief today. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was this was good. A lot of information. Commercial real estate is on the clock, so this is an opportunity. Also, when you have opportunities, guys, you got to take advantage. You got to learn as much as possible mm-hmm. about it and be able to take advantage. Because look, we see remote work is taking over. Yes, big tech and all companies are laying off like crazy. You see how many spaces, 212 million square feet of commercial office space is up for subleasing right now. And that number is going to increase. So that presents opportunity. right? Absolutely. And we want our audience to be able to execute and identify what those opportunities look like. Yes. So we wanted to have this type of dialogue with you guys today. So that way it's on your radar. And we're going to start giving you guys more information on commercial real estate and what's happening in the commercial real estate world, not just the, the retail or the office space, but also multifamilies and mixed-use properties and mm-hmm. storage facilities and yes. everything, warehouses, because, you know, you're doing a lot of warehouses now, too. So, hell, we may need to get Milan on here and talk about her process and buying, you know, a, a warehouse, right? Because that's, that's rare. It's very rare. And it's just so much we can do. I think that we have to understand as people that ownership is still key, whether it's commercial or residential. And when you think about commercial real estate, a lot of wealth is truly built from commercial real estate because you can use that building to generate an income. So in a true income, not just cash flow. So it's hundred, it's 100% a conversation we need to start having. And I'm excited for us to get some new and exciting people on the podcast to discuss the different layers of commercial real estate. Absolutely. All right. So that's all we got for you guys. Remember, go to clear to close the book.com. Thank you. Get Kiana Watson's book, clear to close, go to mgbookstore.com to get your house hackonomics. And I have another book releasing the pre-sale is will be on black Friday next week. Um, It's a real estate investing book. I told you I'm dropping 25 books in the next 18 months. I'm dropping books like little Wayne drop mixtapes. Let's go. So so (laughs) the the bookstore will be popping and then also go to Ransom gyms, masterclass.com. 1126 is Ransom gyms, masterclass. We're going to talk about commercial real estate in the masterclass um, as well. So make sure you guys go to, Rants and Gems Masterclass.com. And if you want to advertise with Rants and Gems, email Jordana at rantsandgems.com. Big shout out to our partners over there at Zillow. We appreciate the support. Um, thank you for the data and everything that you do for us over here at Rants and Gems. And um, what else? Oh, Market Mondays. Let's not forget Market Mondays, yes. Madison Square Garden. Market Mondays, Madison Square Garden. On eleven twenty seven, get your tickets. It's going to be an epic show. Big announcement coming. I ain't going to tell y'all who, but a big announcement coming from the Market Mondays team. So shout out to Troy Rashad and Ian, and you know Mike and the whole EYL network. 
Um, what else? Any other housekeeping news before we go, Kiana? Wise um, Realty Co. Make sure, make sure y'all, y'all tap in with them if you want to buy in Atlanta. Absolutely. And make sure you guys get the tickets to our, our masterclass, RansomGemsMasterclass.com. And absolutely always, you know, look to Watson Realty Co. for any of your residential, commercial, or development needs. And we are excited to have you guys. That's all we got. Absolutely. And if you will need financing, go to applywithmg.com. Applywithmg.com. And me and my team will help you with license in 21 states. All the states are listed on the website. Applywithmg.com. Dot com and um, drop some gems in the comment if you got some value out of this information and make sure you guys go over to Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to um, podcasts on audio. Make sure you download, review, and shout out. We got a million downloads in 16 months of Rants and Gems. So shout out to everybody who's been supporting. We appreciate y'all. Make sure y'all download, leave a five-star review. Let's get to a million downloads every single month. That is the goal. All right. So with that being said, we love y'all. Y'all be safe. Happy hump day Wednesday. This is Matt Garland, NMLS number 58700, but better known as MG the Mortgage Guy. And this is Kiana Watson, license number 317576, your broker extraordinaire. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Rants and Gym Show. Peace. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.